I had some of the best crab legs today, dude. I went to Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> I haven't been there enough. <laughs> what is funny about Joe's Crab Shack, dude? Because I only keep thinking about your joke. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, Jameis Winston stealing crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the greatest. That's the greatest picture in my head ever. Some dude hauling ass out of a Publix with a bundle of crab legs, dude. Anyways, though, back to your crab leg. Oh, Joe's so. Crab. Well, I don't really know how else I was going to build it up. They were really good <laughs> crab legs, dude. <laughs> there was a there. full lobster in. I got a steam pot in, and there was a full lobster dude, in. Dude, I love the steam pots. Uh, oh. it was the, I got the Arctic one. It, oh. The Arctic Bay had Old Bay all over it. I and like I cracked the, uh, this lobster open. I butchered him, dude. Was, was it alive, like, when the process started? Oh, yes. When I, when I began butchering him, yeah, no, he was delicious. He was, he was all oh, gold. He was all red. I thought you were mean whenever they cook him. Oh yeah, he was definitely alive for that. Yeah, oh, like there's supposed to be or something. Like just that. this eerie scraping at the pot <laughs> as he cooked alive. Where about it? Always makes me uncomfortable. We're gonna get a pita thing <laughs> violation. Gonna, all of the two people. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good that it was delicious. It was. Yeah. I go with the uh, the Cajun one myself. Ooh. So well, I've got yeah. the Sam Adams one. Oh, that's a good one. It looked good. Luke, if you had to pick one, which one would it be? Uh, probably. I think the, I mean, I'd probably go the Cajun dude for that that caliente dude. spice. Oh yeah. <laughs> caliente. Yeah. Intro me. Let's go. All Here right. Go. That was a good Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Codec Calls, the targeting's weekly gaming podcast, which you can find uh, on the podcast app on your iPhone, on the Google Play Store, uh, SoundCloud. Um, follow us at ZTargeting2016 on uh, media. Uh, I'm Luke, and I'm joined tonight by uh, Dakota and Buck. How's everybody doing? Okay. Good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so, so what you guys drinking tonight? All right, so I was at Total Wine. Buck knows the story. I got to set it up, though. So I'm at Total Wine, right? I'm walking through there. I grab a little, like, create-your-own-six-pack thing, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this one looks good. Pop that thing in. (laughs) Grab this one. Put that. And then you text me and go, yeah, man, so my vote is not recording today. So I was like, well, damn. So I go, all right, well, I don't need these anymore. So I go and put that one back and put that one back. But I'm still just walking around, you know, just enjoying the atmosphere. And no joke, in this itty-bitty corner of the store, like itty-bitty. Dude, I'm telling you, this thing did not have much room in it at all. And then I see this little pink can, dude. Look at this shit. Like, <laughs> look at this, dude. I know, right? See, you unlabeled? No, I was like. No, th- there's a label on there. You just can't see it yet. So I was like, dude, what the hell is this pink can? I thought – I honestly got that. It was like a pink ribbon month or something like that, like something going on with that. But then I read it, and it says, still water is nothing. Big bunny is everything. Then there's an asterisk, dude. What? Get an asterisk on a beer can. And it says, Arizona Wilderness approves this message. It's like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, okay, so it's some stupid little Arizona brewery that nobody cares about. Then I turned it on its side, and it says Sweden. There it is. I had to find it. Oh, it these, says these Sweden, Swedes. dude. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> but then uh, now that I'm actually looking at it, it says distributed by 12% LLC, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, these, these New Yorkers. Yeah, and then it says brewed and canned in Stillwater Artisania or something. So like this that. thing is from like 12 places? What the hell? I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand <laughs> it. But anyways, the point is that I don't know if you can see this, Luke, because Buck's already had this because I'm actually cheating this a little bit. Uh, can you see that? Yeah. There's a bunny. Yeah. It was too yeah. cool not to show. It was. It, it's, it was honestly pretty awesome. See, I'm actually cheating. This is uh, – it came in a four-pack. See? And it was like seven something. So Buck came over the other day and we each had one. So that's the two. And then now I have two left. So I will admit I've had this one before, but it's pretty damn good, dude. Yeah, it's like, really good. For a can, it's – um, what the hell was this again? It Why doesn't actually can? say anything on here, so I just have to guess. Oh, yeah. It's an Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout. Uh, 8% alcohol by volume. And that's the other thing. I was like, in this can? Damn, man. It's a very Damn. mysterious, strange little can. I know. Very unique. I like the bunny, man. I like the bunny. Playboy vibes but that's or something. A- say yeah. what? Playboy vibes or something. Maybe. Probably ever since they got rid of the nudes. They're coming back. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Never mind. We can't get into that. Next. Well, I'm a letdown as always. I was really tired. I got two. Ooh, I got two blue Red Bulls for five dollars, dude. Twelve ounces. I don't know if you guys knew this existed. That's a okay. Listen, listen here. I'm glad that you finally decided to go with the 24 ounces of Red Bull for 450 than the 124 or the 120 ounce. This guy, every single day we work together, he's just like, hey, man, go get me two Red Bulls. I mean, go get me a Red Bull. I was like, which one do you want? He was like, man, I want the 20 ounces. I was like, they're on sale right now, two for 450. Why are you doing this? And he's like, I want 20 ounces. I was like, I'm getting you two 12s to make 24 ounces for cheaper than the 20 ounce, and you're going to deal with it. So that's yeah. what we do. Point is, is that he listened this time and got 24 ounces. Congratulations. Yeah. Bow down, dude, to my skill. Okay. I'm a genius. So which which one do you prefer? Like the, the blue one or the colors or, or the OG? The OG. See, OG is so good, and I feel like it wakes me up more than these the fruity ones. But these blueberry ones are good, man. I'm not gonna lie. I like cranberry. I just feel like they're missing some energy or something. I don't know. I don't know. Blue is good though. Blue is good. I don't. I, I haven't had any of the color ones in a long time. I like the I like the OG the most. Need to try mm-hmm. try them out, I guess. So you uh, can't really go wrong with any Red Bull. Yeah, that's true. So I'm enjoying a uh, coffee bender from Surly Brewing Company. So I think they put most all their stuff or all their stuff in cans. And this is uh, like I, we, we've had coffee stouts and, and stuff like that. It's got little hints of coffee. But this is a, literally it's beer with coffee added. Like it almost tastes like one of those cans of like Starbucks double shot, but like without the, mm. the chocolate and stuff. And with beer instead. And here's the twist. It's actually pretty good. I thought this combination would be horrible. <laughs> but it's actually pretty good. And wait, who is it by again? Because uh, that sounds pretty delicious, dude. Surly Brewing Company. I believe they are from Minnesota. 
See, that's yeah, too close to Canada, and that's why they get these crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah. No, they yeah. they do I'm they sorry, do some pretty ne- good stuff. I'm a fan of their stuff. Next thing you know, with those Canadians, you'll be getting molasses in your in your beer next syrup. That's not yeah. a bad idea. Don't don't give them any ideas over there. Maple beer. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie though. I need. I think I'm gonna have to. I was looking at the the total wine selection here. I was like, I've pretty much had everything already, so uh, it's I'm I may need to find somewhere else to go. See, that's what I got to do is because like doing this show, I've been trying to get a new thing for each show, and it's like the store yeah. in town. Uh, I've pretty much exhausted all the options until they like get the seasonal stuff rotating. So I got to like go up to Des Moines and go to the bigger yeah. beer places and, and try so, stuff. So since we were just having a conversation that you are in a small town and stuff like that. Does the, the local beer store know who you are now? Like by name, because you stop in there all the time because it's so small and you're the only one that goes there all the time. No. So the really convenient thing about it is, is it's so small that we don't have a liquor store, just <laughs> the beer Ooh. section in a, in a grocery store. It's and, a dry uh, town. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's probably, I'm probably familiar. I mean, I don't know who else is, but like, I bought a bottle of Knob Creek once, and the lady was like, she rang it up, saw the price, and was like, "What the what the hell is this?" And I was like, uh, "You know, <laughs> sort of try it out." They're like, "What what the hell?" Um, he does this. So I'm, I'm probably what kind of notorious. Job I'm probably notorious, but it's all good. It's great. They're- they they probably have like their new new like employee orientation and they're like so once a week this strange man with weird <laughs> facial hair walks in all the time he buys the strangest stuff we're still not sure what he likes he buys Dob <laughs> Creek once in a while beer most of the time but it ranges from all different varieties <laughs> be on the lookout <laughs> if you see this man approach with caution <laughs> and also with some scissors. <laughs> Hey, come on. The facial hair isn't that bad. <laughs> I know it's, it's, not good. it's not It's not good, but... Oh, shit. All right, so... so can I you, say what I've been playing yet? Yeah, what you guys been playing? All right, so I've been playing a little bit of... Um, I'm still playing Hacknet. I'm, I think I'm pretty damn close to beating it, I oh think. I'm not sure yet, though. We'll find out. Uh, dude, every time... Ugh! Something always just trips me up. Like now they're going, tra- they're throwing tracers at me, dude. Do you know how you fight against tracers? Well, the answer is I don't know actually because I didn't read through the manual yet to figure that out. But as soon as I do, I'll let you know. But yeah, they they're sending uh, uh, tracers. There's two tracers. It's active and passive. And uh, dude, I'm just so lost. I was playing last night. It's kind of a funny story, so I'm just going to say it really quickly. I'm just sitting there typing shit in, you know, doing all this stuff, going through the the normal stuff. And then because the game gets very redundant, you're just doing the same thing over and over again. You see this, you're like, okay, I do that for that. Do this for that. Do that for this. Blah, 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 blah. Well, then I'm sitting there typing it and stuff. And one of the um, commands that you put in, it'll cause a timer to go down and you have to solve everything before the timer hits zero. Otherwise, your shit just goes all to hell. So I'm sitting there doing it. The timer starts at 90. And I was like, all right, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden it goes boom. Down to zero in like two seconds, dude. No time to do anything else. Like I barely get two letters typed into this thing. My entire computer screen goes red and it goes traced. 
And then like all this stuff got, starts flashing up and going crazy. And then it reboots my computer. And I was like, I don't know what the hell just happened. Like your whole then, computer? Yeah. Oh, okay. So one thing I should probably explain before I explain this, before I keep going, is that um, Hacknet, it actually opens up the terminal behind the game. So as you're typing in stuff, it actually is influencing things on your computer. So, like, you're actually typing stuff into your actual command terminal line. Does that make sense? Yeah. So everything – so it, it literally – this game literally teaches you how to hack your own computer. Like, over time, you learn how to do that. So that whenever you – like, for instance, there's many times where you have to put – wherever you actually have to tell the computer reboot. If you tell the computer to reboot, it re- reboots your entire command line computer. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. So like it 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 gets interesting with that stuff, but that's not the point. The point is is that so I don't know what the hell how to fight against tracers. It's confusing. So then I decided to say fuck that, and I started playing Pokemon Sun Sun Pokemon Sun again. And um, I'm nowhere in that game. I caught a slowpoke, and that's about it. That that's good. <laughs> slowpoke is not personally on my team but man okay dude uh, literally my highest level mimic you yeah dude my highest level pokemon right now is 11 so i don't want to hear shit dude what the hell mr pokemon always crapping on you gyo listen has a level 11 listen a a. goodness i am more of a card guy by the way there's a new there's sun and moon cards came out so i gotta get going on that uh new expansion so you can play with zero buddy. Whatever. You can do it play. yourself. I'll play myself, yeah. Why not? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Okay. <laughs> That's it. So um I've still been working through Ocarina of Time. I'm almost done with that. Um I think at this point I I know I talked a little bit before about I always considered a link to the past the definitive Zelda. I think I think Ocarina makes a solid case to be the definitive Zelda because that third dimension just really opens up everything. I've just, I've just been having a blast with it. It's a fantastic, fantastic game. I'm not really a fan of Ocarina, but I respect it saying that, yeah, it probably is the most definitive, but I don't like it very much. Because it, it, it set the groundwork. Well, really, A Link to the Past set the groundwork in terms of like this, your progression and everything, and then it, Everything since then has basically been the same, except for like Majora's Mask. Everything else has been the same, and then that's why it's really refreshing to see Breath of the Wild switch it up, as opposed to like you yeah. know, you do three dungeons and then some shit happens. So like the other world or the other time or whatever, the Twilight Realm opens up. Then you get into like the real dungeons, and then you go to the final dungeon, and you know blah blah blah. How it always goes. Nice to see a different. That's a link between worlds. I was such a fan of how you could do it in any order. Like, that was awesome, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But, uh, really enjoying that. But w- the other stuff I've been playing, I just got a kind of a story to go along with that, is uh, this weekend, um, a buddy of mine from work, Nolan, uh, he had some friends from back home uh, come into town. So we went to uh, this bar called Up Down in Des Moines, which uh, has a bunch of arcade games. And uh, uh, they had a 
SNES setup and a N64 setup with some Mario Kart 64. So that was really cool. Played four-player Mario Kart. Controllers were broken. Analog sticks were messed up, so that kind of sucked. But still really <laughs> slick. They had a lot of great, all the classic arcade games, uh, your Pac-Man, Galaga, etc. Some great fighting games. I was kicking some kids' asses in uh, Street Fighter Two. It's Chun Li, so that was that was awesome. Um, so very cool. Um, and uh, actually, shout out to Nolan. He's actually a fan of the podcast, and I think listens to most of them. And uh, yeah, thank you, yeah, whoever you are. We appreciate. Nice. You. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> He's a good Damn. Dude. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's fam. Anyways, though. Next. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> he just under his... Re- next. Next. Right I'm now, telling you, like, what's the next game you've been playing? Oh, no, that was it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was replaying some Dark Souls 1, too. Um, got the mods working, and I never did the DLC, so I've, I've been... Uh, replaying that with i got the dlc um and i want to get the fucked up thing about dark souls dlc is that you it's not like you go to the menu and select the add-on or the extra you have to play through half yeah. the game and like get this certain item and then defeat this certain enemy and put in another like probably 10 hours 10 to 15 hours worth of playtime if you're not right in the right spot to get to that point and then open up the dlc so i got to replay through about half the game to even do it <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on that to just get there God dang. And then you're going to Skyward Sword after Ocarina. Yeah, right? yeah, right? I said I'm going to go yeah, Skyward. That's what I thought. Because I, I have at least played a little bit of ba- of everything else. I, I've touched the DS ones slightly. Yeah. Um, I've at least played everything else. And that, that was one of, that's the only one I'm completely have not done anything with. So I'll, I'll go to that next um, for Breath of the Wild. So. All right. I'm interested to hear what Buckman has to say now. All right. Strap in. Here it comes, dude. Sitting down. I've only been playing one video game. And for honor, as we all probably guessed. And um, the only problem I have... No, I have, I have multiple problems with it. Yes! <laughs> yes! Okay, the first one is I can't stop playing it, even though there's so many things... I have not okay. I haven't played a game like this that's enraged me so much over these little minute details in a long time. It's been one of the few games where I've just wanted to karate chop something in half completely. Um, and it's not—I don't know, man. It's just—it's really minute things that almost can't even be done online. Like, you're guarding, somebody guard breaks you, you're supposed to be able to counter that guard break. So they can't just slap your weapon out of your hand and start hacking at you. You're supposed to be able to counter that. And it was fine in the beta, that worked in the beta. And then when the game came out, it seems almost impossible to do it. And I think it's just because of the X amount of people, and it it's literally happens in a millisecond. So I think that millisecond is lost. <laughs> So all people are doing is running around guard breaking, hacking you to shit, guard breaking, hacking you to shit, and so on and so forth. Um, the game is good. It's just everyone that's playing right now is just cheesy. I've gotten – I think the biggest issue is like the dueling. So you go into a 1v1 duel. You should not be dueling on like a skyline. 
like a bridge over like an endless abyss with half of the bridge missing because all anybody does is guard break you, grab you, and toss you off the side. They don't even want to fight you, dude. They don't want to try. They just toss you right off the side of it. Uh, I feel like that should be tossed. Can you? Do you have the option to just not go on the bridge then? Or no, it's li- like I'm telling. Like the stages for one v ones. Oh, it, it's, it's just, just like it's like a bridge, <laughs> and then there's like one on the side of a cliff, and all anybody does. They don't want to even try to test your test your metal, dude. They just toss you right over the edge, and it enrages me because that's not me. I want to have like a good fight. I mean, I bought this game for that purpose. Stop throwing me over the side into an abyss, please. But you know, people just want to win, so I understand it. It's all about winning. I know it's true. It, it just it's true. it makes me want to slam my head into a wall. Um, Damn. It's it's so fun though. I can't stop playing it, and it drives me insane. I just can't. I literally cannot stop playing this game. Um, the only other huge issue I see is when you're playing the Dominion game type, which is like you know two teams of four people. They go at it. There's like uh, little soldiers that spawn in the middle, so it's kind of like a PVE PVP kind of thing. You get th- three capture points. One team hits a thousand. That's when they break. You kill those four, and then that's when the game's over. But the only issue with it is you're never gonna have a fair fight. Four people running all over the place. You're gonna be that odd man out. You're gonna bump into like two or three of them, and you're just gonna get torn apart. And where that fails is the um, the comeback mechanism is is kind of is you can't really do anything with it. It's called, what is it, Vengeance? And yeah. you, you pop it, and you get, you know, barely increased attack. You get, like, this little defensive bar on you that soaks up, like, two attacks. And that's, that's literally it. You get unlimited stamina. But that's not going to help you when four people are clobbering you in a corner. There's nothing yeah. you could do with that, dude. I'm not going to even get to attack, period. So, I don't know. I think if they do some kind of... Like, if the end shows up and it's, like, a 1v4, if they could somehow just, like, one, one-on-one one into one-on-one, one, I don't know. I just, it frustrates me. So you're you're wanting, like, more balancing. Yeah. A little more balance somehow because the, the 4v1s and the 3v1s that you run into are just endless. Every, every game, that's what I just pop into. And then you're finally winning a fight. You get a 1v1. And he runs away. You go chase him. Two of his buddies around the corner. You just can't. right. I don't know. But or a better comeback mechanism. Some something that just makes you some like demigod, and you just go stomping on people for. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably not gonna happen. Maybe it's a can, good game. Oh man. Maybe they can do something with like, if it's down to like, like a last chance sort of a thing, where like if you just so happen to get the next combination of buttons correct or something then you get another portion of your life back or something i don't know i'm just spitballing here eh? and then yeah because even if you do kill a guy unless you execute him their buddies can just pick him up so say it's 1v3 at the end and i kill i i down one guy because i don't have time to go through this cinematic execution because i'm just going to get pummeled by the other two if i knock him down Two of the dudes are going to be fighting me while his buddy goes and picks that guy up. 
then we're back to a 3v1. So it just doesn't... If you get vengeance, maybe you just kill him without executing him. I think that right there could fix it completely, actually. Yeah. Now, that just popped in my head, dude. If you're in vengeance, you kill and you knock his block off. He can't be picked up. That's a comeback mechanism, dude. <laughs> that, that, that would work. That would work. Maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. Have you had any problems with, um, like, server issues? Like, Surpri- I was super surprised... Um, because we all know, well, I don't know how many people played Siege. I mean, even still, Siege is terrible in connectivity issues. Mm-hmm. This game, I actually, there's been a few, you know, a lot of the times it's good and it'll the, the whole lobby will crash before you even get in the game. As far as, like, in the game, already playing, I don't hit that many. I've been kicked out of, like, two games, and I've played a ton. So it's really, it's smooth for what I really thought it was going to be. So I'm not too mad about that. I was just going to say that at least it's kicking you out before the game starts. I mean, I know that that sounds like a joke. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, you didn't even get a chance to play. But I I would much rather be kicked out from a lobby than kicked out in the middle of the game. Right. When you're kicking ass and you're ready for your XP and loot and then you just get booted 10 minutes in. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> and I mean, Ubisoft has definitely seemed that they want to have long-lasting games, you know. So I bet yeah. ba- balances and tweaks and stuff will be will be coming. They'll probably listen because, to the community. Yeah, this game is set up. So, you know, when you get to 21, you get this prestige. It's called like a reputation level. It's basically you prestige. You get more more stuff for your dude. You can put like engravings in his armor. All this cool shit, new new colors to put on him, all this, that, the other thing. And, um, yeah, if they keep working on it, get it steady, people are going to play this for a long time. I could definitely see that. But they got to they gotta get that maintenance going and keep it alive, man. Yeah, but that's par for the course for a lot of these online, you know, focus games is there's, there'll be kinks to work out, but um, hopefully they get them worked out. For sure. I pray. We'll see. (laughs) Hopefully uh, Splatoon gets their server (laughs) stuff worked out, too, before that hits. It's going to be big, man. going to be big. Dude, Splatoon 2, I think, is in a tricky spot. I was was listening to some podcasts, and they talked about this. Um, They did a lot of free shit for Splatoon 1. And I think they set the expectation that they're going to have to provide a lot of content. That's what people are going to be expecting. So they gotta, they gotta get the act together and make sure it's there. Otherwise, it'll be as they should be expecting it, it won't be a disappointment. It, listen, sh- you shut your mouth right there. No, I'm saying if <laughs> okay? they don't, if they if they don't deliver close to the same level, people are going to be disappointed. I'm sure it's going to be mean, fun. It's going to be the best. Is what it's going to be, and don't you forget it. I okay. Eh? Okay, I'm just uh, you just calm down over there, eh? Right. Okay, um, <laughs> so Splatoon right now doesn't have a season pass announced, but that would be one game that I could see them doing a season pass for, like with maps they, and stuff. If, if they did a season pass for that, I would buy it so quick. But you know what like, does I, has a or you know what does have a season pass. 
Zelda. Can we Breath can we call Wild. it? Can we call this? I hate. I'm I'm sorry to cut you off there. I really am. Truly, 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 okay. forgive me. But can we really call this a season pass? It's. I mean, I think the fact that they're calling it an expansion pass is like it. I don't think we can really say it's a season pass. Anyways, I'm just gonna let you continue with the intro. Go ahead. So for the first time in the Zelda <laughs> series history, we've got an expansion pass announced for the game for additional content after release. Now, I definitely thought like Zelda was Nintendo sacred. It, yeah, Nintendo treats it as its sacred franchise that they keep it pure and you know whatever they don't they don't mess around with it they don't muck with it they don't make pinball games or it, it's it's their it's their golden triforce child so this is this is a surprise to me uh, personally i guess uh, let's we go over real quick what's actually in the expansion pass uh, i have it pulled up if you want me to say it yeah go ahead uh well the first one is you get a bonus coming out on march 3rd 2017 so the date of launch, you get three new treasure treasure chests. Um, one is found in the Great Plateau. One contains useful items, and another one includes exclusive in-game clothing. I don't know who actually cares about. It. I heard you know what the clothing is, right? Isn't it the Switch logo? Yeah, it's a T-shirt with the Nintendo Switch logo <sighs> that Link can wear throughout his adventure. Because I know Why? that's. Instead of the classic tunics or the nice armor, I'm gonna definitely gonna be uh, wanting to wear that Switch. That's shirt. literally what I strive for all the time. I want a Switch logo T-shirt for Link, not for myself. I don't want it for myself, only for Link. But um, then, the, okay, so Nintendo does this quite a lot, where they split up DLCs. Yeah. Where or like if you buy both of them now, then we'll give you this stuff extra. They did it with um, Mario Kart yep. Eight. They did the yeah where you got Shy Guy and Yoshi, like the different color Yoshis. Yeah, yeah. If you bought was it, the two yeah, packs. yeah. If you bought the two pack and whatever, it's not that big of a deal. But so because of that, that's the 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 expansion pass bonus is what happens on march 3rd the day comes out then you get a dlc pack one which happens in the summer of 2017 and that one gives you new cave of trials challenge which actually sounds kind of okay uh new hard mode which is kind of bullshit in my opinion but i know that that's a selling point for you luke is it oh i thought it was i mean i Um, i want i want that to be there like when you finish the game you go back have exactly and that's been free and all Exactly, that's been freeing all of them. Hero mode, come on now. And then then the last thing for the pack one is additional map feature, which, who the fuck knows what What, that means? What? what? I would rather... So, it's snowing. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what it was. But, I don't know. I think the the hard... Now, I will say this. Well, let me say what's in pack two, and then I'll say it. Okay, so we have pack two, which comes in winter 2017, which is a new original story, which is interesting. Uh, New dungeon and additional challenges, which is, once again, just hero mode with extra challenges now. And the new dungeon's interesting, but 
they can just pack that in with an amiibo. So I really don't care about any of this. Sadly, though, I will get it because it's Zelda. And yeah, but I will say this. So we've talked about on this podcast games going up in price. We've talked about that games haven't went up in price in quite some time and that it's getting to the point now where they put because we do you remember in the podcast we spe- we talked about how um they come out with season passes they come out with DLC and stuff like that and DLC you expect to be something that's should already be in the game it's a bonus thing at the end of a game is what most DLC is not all but most and those DLCs should not cost you money because they should have already been included in a game. We've talked, we've all agreed that that's what it should be, blah, 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 blah. And then I think that this, though, is a way because because it's on a cartridge, so it costs more than putting it on a CD, that this is a way for them to try to make up the money rather than... Because really, this could be, this is probably an $80 game. Yeah, and Eight. I mean... The amount of stuff you're getting, it seems like it wouldn't have been that hard to include it all. But at the exactly, same, and it's it's been a long development cycle too, uh, since, since Skyward Sword, you know. So they got to help recoup some of that cost. I mean, yeah, we can talk about like what the best practice for DLC is and like what it should be. Like, but it, it, it it's a tough situation, you know. It's, people got to run their business and and people tackle it and they try to find different solutions i mean 20 bucks that's that's one reason why this doesn't upset me that much um is it's only 20 bucks and they 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 definitely reveal this i feel like in a in a poor way because they they focus on oh you get a switch t-shirt for link everybody wants that right (laughs) oh and you get hard mode it's not included in the game so pay extra for it Oh, oh, and then you get this extra story in Dungeon, which is actually like the really exciting part. What they should have right. done is like 20 bucks in the fall, new story, new dungeon. And then say like this other shit is like the little things leading up to to what it, I'm, it seems like that fall one is going to be the, the real chunk of it. Now, if it's all going to be really sparse and light, that is even worse. But I don't know. At the end of the day, we waited this long for Zelda pay a little bit more and get a little bit more i'm gonna do it (laughs) i'm gonna do it that's the problem that's the thing like they have us by the balls i god dang it i was holding back (laughs) basically like there's nothing they could be like okay either pay a hundred dollars now or pay a hundred dollars later but well actually they could be like pay a hundred dollars now to play the game or you can just wait two more months and then you can play it for free and i'd be like all right take my money here you go that's the problem the they hook, have a hook shot straight to the balls straight oh. to the straight to the man genitals yes. the the nads no one certain part of the whole system not the whole just one okay oh, anyway just, <laughs> that's true i agree just take one just take <laughs> wait no okay i'm done talking 35 grand. All right, anyway. Uh, so I guess we're done there, basically. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, we, I guess. speaking of all this Nintendo stuff, 
Um, they do have a new console coming out pretty soon. And uh, over this past week, there's been some kind of interesting uh, leaks and unofficial information coming out, not from Nintendo. So um, what the original story was is that there was a, a guy that got a Switch shipped to him early, and he started posting pictures and stuff. Now, Nintendo says that it was actually stolen and then sold, like, on uh, quote-unquote black market or whatever. Um, so, who knows? Uh, they said they, they're pursuing charges and whatever. It's kind of intense. But, I guess, whatever. So, uh, we do have the, the first uh, unboxing video of the Switch. It does come in a box looks packed pretty nicely so that's good Uh, includes accessories you always want to have good packaging that's always true for some things the packaging is more important than the actual thing inside for me oh absolutely lifting that thing out of its little foamy home (sighs) i no joke like it not making a pun here at all or anything i completely agree with you whenever my laptop first came in like my very first laptop i thought the packaging was brilliant i saved the box like not for any reason other than to brag about how the packaging was with the box some shit just looks cool man i still have the box for my rug Mm. i don't know why i just throw it away i'm just i'm just kidding (laughs) but i will say this like ever since the why are we getting caught up on packaging? This is ridiculous. Enthusiasts. It's an enthusiast thing. I guess so. But I will say this, that like ever since probably the Wii, I've kept all my boxes for everything. Um, I do think that's funny that whenever the Xbox came out, I just ripped that shit open. I didn't care. (laughs) And now I really regret it. Same with the GameCube and all the other ones. But, uh, Whatever. Anyways, what uh, are you looking at an article on here? I'm interested in seeing the the packaging. Now that we talked about it, I mean it's um, it's pretty cut and dry. They showed the outside of the box um, in Nintendo's official uh, images. Um, it, it's nothing too crazy. Uh, there is a the video looks like it's still up of the first unboxing, so you guys can check that out. Uh, on YouTube, um, nothing too crazy with the actual stuff inside the box, but the video does actually go into the UI, turns the thing on. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool because we really haven't seen much of that at all. Um, looks pretty slick, um, pretty nice design. Uh, I guess this brings me to my other point: is uh, this thing comes out in two weeks. And Nintendo hasn't officially shown off the the UI or like the features that it's launching with. We still don't know about the Virtual Console or like eShop stuff. So I'm telling you right now, as the official <laughs> soothsayer, the Virtual Console stuff will be fine. Don't worry about it. I'm kind of starting to wonder if it, if it may not launch with it it may be something coming later. i don't i don't think it will i don't think it will at all it'll yeah it'll, it, be, it'll be fine it, just not right away yeah this is the soothsayer speaking it will not launch with it 
And only because it's, I personally think that the console was rushed. I'm not meaning that in a bad way. I do think that the console was rushed. And the reason why I'm saying that is because who speculated that it would come out the first weekend of March? Literally nobody. So I don't think that they planned on having that. I wonder why they would rush it. I, I mean, they had they had no March. reason to rush it. Yeah, I think I honestly think that the reason why they rushed it is because of Zelda. They yeah. announced Zelda so long ago that they were like, "We want this on the our next console. We want this on the Switch. So therefore, let's we're going to hold off the Switch to the last possible point where it becomes ridiculously too long for Zelda, but yet." Just long enough for them to have a new console, yeah, and that's yeah. Mark, and uh, which whatever it's not a bad thing at all. It's just saying that hey, that's the way it came about. Yeah, so I'd go ahead. It's like Zelda was ready, but the system was exactly not quite there. So they, there's so it's like let's sucks. get this up to speed. We can we can put in Virtual Console later. No big deal. Let's go. And I'm, I think the, I think the launch time will work out pretty well because they they're gonna have Zelda. Then you got Mario Kart shortly after. Then Splatoon in the summer. Like it's the slow build, and then like by the time the holiday season hits, Black Friday, Christmas, all these big mm-hmm. shopping times, it's gonna have a decently strong library. And then Mario comes out. Right. Uh, the, I think that might work in their favor. Um, Actually, I, I pulled up some pictures from the the UI video. Um, it does have a, a Nintendo eShop thing icon, so it looks like you'll, that'll work fine to be able to download stuff. Which I, they gotta have that ready to be able to download games and DLC and whatever. Yeah. Um, but it does not say anything about Virtual Console, so I think that might be a, a later on feature, unfortunately. Which that's gonna be like such a huge selling point, I think, for the Switch is to take your classic Nintendo games on the go anywhere, which I mean, you could do that before, but like, this is, it's probably going to look better and work better and everything. I think it's going to be huge, huge, big league, you know? Yeah. I, I'm just trying to figure out whether this thing was stolen or not. How the hell did he get it? Who knows? Black market, bro. Oh, totally off. Okay. This is off a little bit, but I need to say it because it's epic. There's a a Square Enix Steam sale, dude. Seventy five percent off every like every game they what? Did. Yeah, I just got FFX and X two. It was bundled, remastered for like Square fourteen Enix. bucks. That's yeah, it's like every game, dude. Like every Final Fantasy's on there right now. I lost my mind on dude. Steam. On Steam, dude. Square Enix sale. Seventy, it's like fifty to seventy-five percent off everything. Oh yeah, it's their um, it's their thirtieth anniversary. Oh hey, I just it, <laughs> I was waiting for the banner to come up to show it. Ooh, so I got FFX cost- again, dude. Gimme, gimme, dude. Hitman is only it's fifty yeah. percent off. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, dude. Is that the, the dude, season I'm- one? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I actually think so. It's not. See, uh, I don't know. Hold on. 
Yeah, dude. First, complete first season for thirty it, bucks. It's not the complete. No, it's not the complete. But it is. It's not the special. It's just the just the game. You know what I mean? The 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 whole season's uh, thirty bucks, and then the intro pack is seven fifty. Yeah. Because it says Ooh, March. Shit. Dude. So I instantly picked up oh, FFX Remastered. That. And I'm going to dive into that real soon. Did you know? What the hell? You can play Hitman on Ubuntu? What? I don't think anybody actually cares about that. I'm just. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> premier gaming platform on PCs. I don't <laughs> think so. God, no. <laughs> Yuck. I'm going to get one of my computers to run Ubuntu. That's all the point. The point is, is super interested in the Switch shit. Uh, Extremely interested in this Square Enix sale. Yeah. And pick up up the Final Fantasies. If I I already got like most of them on my PlayStation 3. I don't know who told you that you can just tell us what to buy. But I am buying a lot of them. So, I mean, you know. (laughs) You got to get your six. Final Fantasy. Don't get lightning returns. returns. Don't don't get any of the thirteens. Why not? What's, what's wrong with that? Okay, thirteen. We talked about this before. Thirteen. It's not a great Final Fantasy game, but I had a lot of fun with it because the battle system's like super fun. Um, I love the battle system. Thirteen two. I actually beat, and it was a lot of the same stuff, but it didn't. It it never really challenged me. Uh, there was some bosses in the first one that were like really really hard, and I was stuck on for a long time. Until you get all, you get all your paradigms straight and you got your strategy like super locked in, and you got to have your reflexes on point to to, to beat the boss. Thirteen two, I never really got challenged until maybe the end of the game, and it was pretty short. Um, so if if that's if that's pretty cheap, if it's like fifteen bucks, it's it's worth it for that. By the time I I actually got lightning returns, and I fired it up, and I was like, I started playing. I was like, I'm tired of this shit. I don't I don't need any more of this shit. I'm done with this. It's, Lightning I don't series. need any one of this shit. And then immediately turn it off. So Thief is also two dollars. Thief has That's... always been two dollars. <laughs> really? Since its release, because it's horrible. Yes. They were, they were paying Same people though. to play that. They were literally the second I think it was like after the first week of that release, it went down to thirty bucks. I'm not What's... even kidding you, dude. It's so horrible. What's the good <laughs> one though? There's good there's one. a thief that's really good. I mean, not the recent one, but all the cla- the like the first two are really highly regarded. God, this new one is so good. Yeah, uh, oh my god. Yeah, I'm talking about. I don't know. Whatever. It's not important. They have the Thief Collection bundle for sixteen ninety two. Seven items, thirty percent off. Just pick up FFX and be happy with your life. Man, there's like so me. much stuff on sale. I might actually get Hitman. I'm actually probably definitely going to get uh, the Turing Test. That's like a some like walking simulator type game. Is uh, it in VR? No. It oh. looked pretty cool though. I feel yeah, like that's... all all walking simulators. Oh hey, it just showed up that you want this on my Steam. Look at that. that For I, everybody that I wanted... listen, to... yeah. Because I just put it on my wish list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For everybody listening to our podcast, I just want to apologize the fact that we went total fanboy right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Steam sales. <laughs> this is all my fault. I apologize. No, this, is good. this is good information to know because it ends in like yeah. 12 hours. 
And by the time you actually listen to this, it'll be over. Shit, Sorry, you're gonna that. be pissed. Sorry, everyone. All right, should we move on to the yes. list? Known? <laughs> oh man. Um, Stormblood. Wow. Let's go, Luke. I'm waiting on your intro. Realm right. reborn. All right. Uh, sometimes Jesus. never sale shows up on Steam. <laughs> no. uh, sometimes love it can be easy, but sometimes it can be hard. And uh, you got you got to you got to try. You got to work at it, and then it can be intense. And sometimes you feel like that that all that love may blow a hole in your heart. Ooh. And you know what game had really great destructible environments and stuff <laughs> that had you blowing holes in other things like buildings and the environment? Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. Oh my goodness! From uh, like oh five. Yeah, it was yeah. 05, actually. Oh, uh, my goodness. Nice, dude. January 11, 20... I mean, 2005. 2005, I dude, nearly said. Almost the same time Resident Evil 4 originally released. Wasn't that, like, 2000... What day was that, dude? Was that? Was it this... I know it was January 11th, but I don't know the year. It was definitely 05. Because 04 was, like, one of the strongest... Christmas seasons ever with like Halo 2, MGS3, GTA, Metroid Prime 2. I think right. And then, and then the next January had RE4 and a lot of good shit coming out. Um, dude. dude they, they came out so, on the same day. They came out on the same day. Oh my god. Okay, so first of all, let's applaud that. Oh, okay. So I guess I'm the only one that'll do it. But whatever. So I, I don't know. Did you want to give like all the specs and shit for this? Because you can do it. I have the wiki up, so you're fine if you want to. Yep, so um, Mercenaries was a game published by LucasArts, developed by Pandemic. You know, back in the day, Pandemic, they were doing a lot Pandemic of... Pandemic was shit, dude. Yeah, and then it just kind of fell the, off. I guess they they were working on a Dark Knight game that got canceled. And I guess after that, they just kind of got shut down or something. But um, they, they did a lot of good stuff back in that era. I know that they um, they did the saboteur, which was actually a decently good episode. I mean, uh, episode was actually a decently good game back in the day. Okay, that was like when you were a spy, like in uh, World War One yeah. or something, something like that. And your just entire job is just to mess stuff up for everybody else. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, I remember when Merc- Mer- Mercenaries was announced and uh, being released. Uh, there's a lot of hype for it, just with the, the subtitles Playground of Destruction. It, it was just like you could do whatever the hell you want, roam around, um, own this area that you were trying to take over or whatever. Uh, just had a lot of freedom and caused chaos. Like, I guess a lot of games end up doing that these days, but uh, it's kind of a trend. My favorite, yeah, my, my favorite thing about it was I. I'm probably extremely wrong about this. Probably extremely wrong. But you had like I, – I only know this because I'm reading the wiki. But you had five factions going at it. So you had like the Allied Nations, basically the UN, uh, South Korea, which is where you were, Russian Mafia, which was – well, the Mafia, uh, 
and the Chinese army. I think I'm missing one, but whatever. That, it, that's what all that says in here. The point is, is that you had all them people fighting against each other. So, like, if you helped out one, they would hurt you. Like, the other ones that are fighting those ones would come after you as well. So you had to try to keep them all happy at the same yeah. time. But it was cool because I remember playing it, and because the mafia ran the black market, you were always in, like, it didn't matter if, like, the Russians hated you. They were still selling you anything you wanted. So I remember one time I just saved up a bunch of money, and I actually bought, like, a nuke. I was just like, I'm just going to nuke everything. And that's all I did. And they were just, <laughs> like, I nuked them, and they were like, yeah, here you go. We'll, we'll still give you one. No big deal. And honestly, like I still think that there that was like one of the first games. I'm probably way wrong on this. Where like you influenced others based on your actions that caused other ones to either help you or hurt you. Like it, the system really worked very well, actually. I just liked it yeah, a lot. It, it was definitely pushed these kinds of ideas that are now commonplace, but at the time were really, uh, really uh, yeah. unique. And you had uh, three characters. I didn't know this. I thought there was more than that. But that you had three characters that you could play as, and they all like had special things about them and stuff like that. It was, and then you had the uh, the deck of fifty two, which is like all the higher people are like ace of spades and stuff like that. And like so, like the people, the main people are all aces, and then they just went down, and you had to like bridge them up. And like a pyramid shape to and destroy all of its pawns and then up to the next level till you finally got to the ace. So it was just I just remember that game. I have no idea what the story was about. I just love just <laughs> going in there and blowing shit up and stealing yeah. helicopters and throwing people from the helicopters and all this other stuff. Yeah. I really wish that they still had that. that like they still had those games. I mean, I feel like there's a few like uh or the Just Cause is kind of got that same kind of vibe. Yeah. It, but it's not in a war zone, man. Which, <sighs> oh, fun fact, uh, Mercenaries was actually banned by South Korea for a few years. Why does <laughs> that not surprise me at all? <laughs> it, it took place in North Korea, and that was yeah. a sensitive uh, thing at the time. But it looks like they the ban has been lifted, so uh, that's good. Boom! If you're a South Korean listener, get this game, dude. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that we, as humans, as a human race, can divide and conquer, and allow these controversies to be subsided for the sake of games. I'm pretty only sure only twelve years later. Okay. Yeah, it's twelve years later. It only took twelve years. Abraham Lincoln would be proud. That's all wow. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the times they are changing. I guess. <laughs> There was apparently there was a canceled uh, Mercenaries three, so just so everybody knows. The point is, is that this game literally has like almost no storyline, and it's just it's GTA on steroids. Back in that day, in a war zone, blowing shit up. Yeah, I yeah. love that dude. I love that game. It was one of the games where like every single time that I went to the mo- the video store, I was like, if this game's in, I'm getting it. I don't even care about anything else. Man, I, 
I remember going to the local rental store and just I miss that feeling, man, of just trying yeah. something out, you know, trying something new. That you didn't you didn't know you didn't have those expectations. Or like oh. I know, that's what because like nowadays you're like I don't it's just different. I get what you meant, like Whenever you walked in there and your mom was like, or my whatever, they were like, yeah, you can get one game. You can rent one game. And you're like, I better pick a good one. Otherwise, my entire weekend could be really bad. <laughs> if you, I mean, if yeah. you get a bad one and you – because I've had that happen where I've gotten games. Actually, funny story, that happened with RE4 because I was too scared I couldn't play through it. So I ended up playing my actual games for the rest of the weekend rather than RE4. And I also remember my mom called me and I was she was like, what game do you want? I was like, oh, give me RE4, Resident Evil 4. And because you know how like – this is just a funny story. You know how on the box it said Resident Evil and then at the very <laughs> beginning of Resident it said 4? So my mo- I, like, I told my mom, I was like, I want Resident Evil 4. And she was like, okay. So like she's sitting there looking at it and stuff like that. So she calls me back. And I was like, what? And she goes, well, I don't see Resident Evil 4, but I see 4 Resident Evil. I was like, oh, my God. Yes, that's what I want. Oh, that's the, like, that's the prequel. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's the same thing. She was like, well, I didn't know. Whatever. No big deal. Anyways, uh, let's review these drinks and get out of here, eh? Yeah. Hey. All right, so I'm drinking uh, still water is nothing. I don't know what to even call this thing. Yeah, well, dude. it doesn't have a name. It just No, dude, it's a still water is nothing. Big Bunny is everything. Arizona like some Illuminati just approves drink, this dude. message. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so we're going to call it the Bunny, eh? Everybody down with that? Stillwater Bunny, eh? That's what it is. I think it's Arizona Wilderness Big Bunny. Stillwater Arizona Wilderness Big Bunny. Whatever. The point is is that it's absolutely delicious. The can is awesome. I read a review. So for the first time ever, I read a review of this of uh, this beer. And they like break it down based on like looks and everything like that. And the can, this can got a 10 out of 10 on looks. Wow. I was like, fuck yeah, man. This thing's a shit. It is a good brew, dude. It is. It's for like, I don't know. Whenever you look at it, you're just like, that's going to be horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Hey, you remember the um, tab? The tab drink. Yep. That's tab, that, yeah. Yep. This is exactly <laughs> like, it's just, a, it, obviously this is pink, but if it was red, Exactly like it, dude. No big deal. Anyways, though, I give this a 10 out of 10. I don't have anything clever to say for this. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm looking I'm looking this up. It's Stillwater Artisanal Beverages or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, like, the, the art style of their cans is, like, the coolest part, which it's, it's pretty, pretty fucking cool. I would, I would just I get the beers just to look at the shit. Dude, I may have to, man. Stillwater. What did you say? Artesian something? Art- artisanal. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> All right. You guys can go on to the rest while I just look at these beers, eh? It's pretty cool. Check it out if uh, you haven't. Um, so I've got the uh, Coffee Bender from uh, Surly Brewing Company. Um, it's a good beer. 
uh, this is the only beer that I've observed in the wild with this a combination of beer and coffee. It's not a coffee <laughs> hinted, hinted beer, you know. It's not it's not just a little bit. This is like a legitimate coffee drink with alcohol, with beer. And like I said, this is way better than I thought this kind of drink would be. I thought that would be fucking horrible. Uh, so it's good. Uh, Surly's pretty cool. They do um, some cool stuff. I, I had another one of their beers I wanted to have on the show, but it, it didn't work out in, when the timing called a uh, todd the axe man um it's like it's like a really obnoxiously pale ale like an obnoxiously bitter ipa um so if you're into that it, it's pretty good but if not it will probably taste like crap but that one was pretty cool so check them out they do cool stuff boom red bull is good the classic <laughs> it is well it is. yeah it's you, delicious that's, I mean, I, uh, I think Red Bull OG is like the, it's my personal favorite energy drink to be a hundred with you guys. Yeah. You know why, right? I'll tell you why. It's fine. I'll explain to you why. You don't need to know. I'll just tell you. It's because unlike like freaking Monster and stuff, they don't just load their stuff up with sugar. Yes, there's sugar in it. There's a lot of sugar in it. I'm not but it, it's not that. as obnoxious. Yeah, it's not just like, holy crap. Clogs your throat up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that whenever they were coming out, whoever the idiot was that came out with Monster, I'm not a big Monster fan. I apologize if you are. But whoever the guy was that came out with Monster, they were just like, yeah, dude, put some sugar in there. And the guy was, I mean, no, he was like, take some water. And he poured some water into a vat. And the guy was like, all right, now put some sugar in it. And the guy just put some sugar in it. And he was like, now put some flavoring, yo, whatever. And the guy put a little bit of flavoring. He was like, are you sure that's enough sugar? And the guy was like, no, I don't think so. And he just dumped the whole thing in there. That's all that happened. It's yeah. just, <laughs> it's water and sugar with some flavoring. That's all that it is. Yeah. It's, it's like overly sweet, you know. Red, Red yeah. Bull's a little bit more crisp. Like for an energy drink, a little bit more subtle. Oh. It's more of a grown man energy drink, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't, I don't even care how obnoxious that just sounded. It's uh, it's absolutely true. Well, I, I mean, will I say that it's the best thing in the world for you? Absolutely not. But I mean, fuck, it tastes delicious, dude. And I will be the first to admit that I often describe things like a pretentious douchebag. Uh, so no shame. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> well you know at least you can admit it that's yeah. all that matters i mean look at this well. douchebag uh, hipster facial hair i got going <laughs> jesus get the scissors <laughs> can i at least use a razor like a normal person no dude or the scissors is the I'm hipster not, no, way to I'm, do it i'm telling you for the people that are working the counter space of any sort of establishment you decide to go to <laughs> Okay, they need to arm themselves with scissors to protect themselves from whatever it is growing on your face right there. (laughs) Scissors, dude. Oh, come on. Jesus. I just I like the mustache, dude. I just imagine people like like blocking themselves while also like snipping (laughs) like from behind the camera. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. Actually, uh, okay. And (laughs) just taking whiskers off. (laughs) You'd be surprised how little of that I get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus, dude. Dude, In all seriousness, though, have you ever thought about growing a Fu Manchu? 
Oh, oh see, dude, you I, I, would be perfect for that. Um, Please do. See, here's the thing. Kind of a funny story, actually. At work, well, people have have come and gone from been promoted or transferred or whatever. But at at one time, we had a, a crew of at least a few people that were down to <laughs> do funny facial hair shit. So we used to do No Shave November, especially when I was on nights because it didn't matter as much. You weren't around important people as much. Um, right. We did No Shave November, Mustache March. Um, I remember the first the first No Shave November. It didn't shave, and then me and this other guy that we worked like uh, in the same office, he was like, "Okay, we're gonna shave like this part, and then the next day we're gonna shave like this part, and then like work it down." Um, see, but the thing is, <laughs> since my facial hair is disgusting and is like all patchy and shit, it doesn't like, come out complete like as a complete Fu Manchu, so it doesn't actually right. work like that, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And uh, so I, I was Luigi <laughs> for Halloween this year, and I, I grew a mustache, and that, I just had a mustache and nothing else. And I actually, like, went and bought beer before I dressed up with just the mustache. That was really awkward, actually. I did feel – I was like, I promise it's Halloween. Like, it's, it, I got, I'll have something going on, but right now, yes, I'd look creepy. Just deal with it. <laughs> I'm just – I think I I can't think of any other <laughs> facial hair jokes to make right now. Covering their face while they hack at you, scissors. <laughs> Back, you beast! <laughs> no, dude, it reminds me of like Bloodborne. The dudes that come up with like the, the oh come uh, on, man! No, but <laughs> the um uh like, dude, I don't even know what it is. The like torches, and they're like. <laughs> That was, oh my god! If you yeah, don't dude, know that was my I'm uncle, talking, bro. <laughs> right, right, right. God dang! I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to make fun of your facial hair. I'm really. It's really just because of an insecurity that I have because we're not allowed to grow facial hair. That's it. That's the problem. And the thing that is, I can't. So, I. Oh uh, my god, Dakota! Like, like this may be a strange comment, but you, you can grow a nice beard. You know. Thank you. Thank you. Can you let Buck know about this? He doesn't believe this. Hey, uh, he can, he can grow a very nice beard. And uh, I wish I could do the same. And I think some people say once you start losing your hair up here, it starts growing down on the bottom side of your head. So I just got to go bald. And then um, maybe this shit down here will actually work. Hell yeah. That's why I wear a hat. That way I can go bald quick. <laughs> I'll never go bald. Unfortunately. Bummer. It happens. it happens. Can we get out of here now? Yeah, so those are the struggles of men with we, crappy facial hair. Uh, we turned... This podcast has went from one extreme to another. We went from video games to beer to, freak, for some weird reason, crab legs to <laughs> hey. freaking... And no, I'm not saying that was a bad thing. I'm only saying that we did go to crab legs there for a little bit. To facial hair. Now we're going to men grooming standards. This is a gaming podcast, as we said at the beginning of this. And stuff. Uh, you, we, yeah, that's true. That's uh, that's actually a very good point. We shouldn't it keep it in a box, because talking about like this life stuff makes it more related. I mean, pod- podcasts that I love... I, I love hearing I'm talking about a little bit of real life shit. It makes it more relatable. Appear more like real people. Which, for the record, we are real people. We are not media implants. We are not I, Russian I, intelligence I, I, spies. Yeah, 
when whenever you go into these rants to try to can to let people know that you are actually real people, it makes you sound like you're not really a real person. I am relatable. Please relate. <laughs> I need no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do the like the uh Metal Gear Solid 2 whenever everything goes chaotic and just be like I need scissors. Yeah, 61. <laughs> and then just say a whole sentence in Japanese. Oh dude, uh a quick bonus bit. Um like I said my buddy Nolan, he had some friends come back up uh in town for the weekend and uh he was nice to say, "Oh, this is my buddy Luke. He's the guy that uh, does a podcast." And I'm like, "Oh, dude." And I told him what the name of it was. Like like Metal Gear. I was like, yeah, like Metal Gear. We talked about Metal Gear. I was like, man, the MGS2, it's a message on digital information 15 years ago. How crazy is that? And, and then we bonded over MGS3 as well. Um, so that was really cool and uh, very did nice folks. Hope, hopefully you guys check it out. Uh, thank you for Did you yes. let them know that I have a sealed copy of MGS2? No, I should have. In my house. Dude, Ah. Oh. Oh shit! And we were actually talking about tattoos a little bit. Uh, Damn. And I I was gonna mention like your tattoo, but I was like, it's gonna be hard to describe that. But actually, I do yeah. have a picture, so I could have. Damn it! That was a missed opportunity. Could have. Yeah. Now mm, missed opportunities. Okay. Next time. Story of my life. Yeah. All right. Where can they find us? Yeah. Uh, so you can subscribe podcast <laughs> app on your iPhone, Google Play Store, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/ztargeting. Uh, follow at Z targeting 2016 on Twitter and Instagram um, at Z targeting media on Facebook to see, uh, get updates when the new episodes <laughs> release. Um, excuse me. Um, excuse me. <laughs> to find when, when the new episode goes up each Wednesday, exactly what time I guess. And um, <laughs> you can find myself at Luke Dollar 23 code is at Fox die eight, nine, and yeah. Buck is at Brow Gaming. So thank you guys for listening, and thank you for putting up with all of our bullshit. <laughs> this is a good one. I liked it. Need to change my batteries. <laughs> Let us get out of here. Yeah, hurry up. <laughs> I need to go into sleep mode. <laughs> See you in seven days. Okay, buddies. Right. Right. Yeah, bye. Yep, take it easy, guys. <laughs>